If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Stuart Gabe. How you doing, buddy? Are you ready to rock? We got some golf picks to get to. We got soccer. We got everything else. Baseball predictions for the season upcoming. We got everything in between. We got Carmen Bianco coming on. We'll break down the MLS games for 8 o'clock and 10.30 tonight. We got some interesting games on the board, too. We could take a look at the lines from FanDuel right now. Good start to the day. Ready we to rock. don't do well in those. Ready to rock, buddy. We don't usually don't do well, Marenzi, in those early games, but we did well today. You took the under, and I had Sporting KC. Let's keep the train rolling, buddy. Yeah, you know what? The totals have been uh, cashing in the early morning uh, hours. Uh, we talked about it earlier, averaging 1.6 uh, goals per game in the morning. Um, Carmine Bianco will step up, and we got a couple of games on top uh, here this evening. It's getting confusing right now, and I always hate this, Cam, when we talk about soccer is when you get like in the World Cup and these these tournaments and you got to start figuring out motivating factors. Yes, motivating exactly. factors, right? Like which team, like who's like who wants the points, who needs the points, what kind of style are they going to play? But honestly, look, last night we talked about this and we said between Montreal and DC United, both of them needed the win camp. And we said both of them are going to be aggressive and they both need goals. Like Montreal, like needed goals, and like are they, you know, it's amazing they're actually going to advance. But and what happened? They could not have played more conservative cam in the first half. Like DC United <laughs> acted like they they had a six goal cushion to make it into the next round or something like that. Like it, it totally is so. Some of the logic gets tossed out a little bit. One thing I'll tell you too, guys, we've been crushing the. Um, We've been hitting these uh, goal props, right? The goal scorer props. We've been doing very well with them. But I'm not playing them over the last couple of games, Cam. There's no goals, right? There's very limited goals. So, 
you know, I don't. I'm not sure there's going to be. Um, I'm not sure there's going to be a ton of goals scored tonight either uh, in these matches. So I look forward to breaking it down uh, with Carmine. I also look forward to your uh, golf picks uh, as well. We're not putting any pressure on Cam or anything, but uh, everybody's putting everything that they have on your your pick uh, after the John <laughs> Rom uh, pick. Like if you can win again this week, I got to tell you, like you've had good golf runs in the past. I can recall you've been on runs like this, but you've really been in a zone in this pandemic uh, golf tour. Uh, you know, you've fallen short on a, a couple of occasions, uh, but, you know, you're hitting the top tens. I remember, you know, in the old days, you'd just sort of get screwed. You'd be like, oh, I had yeah. him, I had this, I had that guy, but no, I didn't have him for that. I didn't have that. I only had him to win. You know, the the props have been great. We've been hitting the top tens as well, but you've really been uh, in a zone. What are you thinking about uh, this week's tournament? Give yourself a pat on the back, too. You know, it's not winning the tournament. That's for the big units, but you've been hitting the DeChambeau top tens. We knew we knew when to get off the train, too, Marenzi, and that's what it's all about. We have to distinguishing hot players, who's cold, when to, when to take an underdog. And I know I'll have some picks for you later on in uh, Marenzi late night, too, uh, at midnight. Uh, we got we always want to have some fun with the first rounds. And, Gabe, you've been really close with the first rounds, too, with Matt Siamu, who came second. I had Hadwin at 60-1. to 1. He came second one time. So we'll have you know, three or four guys that we're going to take in the first round. But I will say this, for all you guys looking at Brooks Kepka, we might have an angle this week. Brooks Kepka is a guy that is basically coming, he played hurt last week. And Gabe, I am absolutely shocked, and I mean shocked, that he is playing at the 3M in Twin Cities, Minnesota, instead of getting ready for golf's first major in a couple weeks. Does he have to work on something? Yes, he's got to work on a lot of things. But I'm telling you, Marenzi, we've been on the wrong side of this. If Brooks Kepka has a bad first round, tweaks anything, and hits one shot. I'm going up against him in matchups versus Tommy Fleetwood and versus Tony Finau. I think Brooks Kepka is very, very dangerous this week. Could he win? Any week he tees it up. But I didn't like the way he played on Sunday. He was horrible in that tournament. He looked labored. He looked, he looked injured. I'm surprised he's even playing this week. Yeah, he's time for him to start dialing it up uh, right now with major season uh, around the corner. And this is, you know, that's what we talked about. Brooks Kepka doesn't care about these other tournaments. But it's interesting. And what it tells me, Cam, the fact that he's playing here tells me that he needs to get the, the rounds in. He needs to get the practice in. You know, and I don't know. Like, you know, is it just lip service? Is he really lying, Cam, when he says he never plays? Because he can't be that good and never play. You know, is he really on the links every day? And maybe now he really hasn't. Um, he doesn't seem to be as focused this year, Cam. He doesn't seem to be as focused. I'm, like, listen, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, the he, guys, he's yeah. you know, he's with he, his girlfriend or his wife. I see pictures. Exactly. Yes. He's just sort yes. of. He's not as he's focused on. Well, last last year he had the killer instinct and mentality. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He, he seems to have lost a little bit already this year. But we don't know. The major season hasn't started yet, but we'll, well see. I could, t- I could tell you one thing. He he's coming off like you know he's got he's got a knee and leg problem in golf. That's not cool. Next to having a bad back, talk to Fred Couples about that. Having knee and torque and leg, that's it's everything to do with the swing. He is not at a hundred percent. You're right though. The only reason he's playing in this tournament is because he's got to work on a lot of things, and he will come to Minnesota. It's a very easy golf course too. Um, Gabe, I'll tell you. Wide, generous fairways. It's only uh, 7,400 yards. And I'll say this. The only defense this course has this week is water. They have water on 15 holes. So is a bomber going to win? 
Matt Wolf is a bomber. So bombers who hit the ball, he will have a little bit of advantage over mid-hitters because they can open it up and go, you know what, I don't have to worry about it. This fairway's 20 yards lo- wider than the ones from the Memorial with Jack's tournament last week. So look look for guys who can hit the ball a little bit longer. And um, a guy that fits the bill to me, Lucas Glover is a guy that you've been on, I've been talking about for top 20s, and I think his price at 35-1 to 1 is very good. This is a guy that I think will be in the mix for the tournament, and if he gets rolling the rock, he looks great. So, And Lucas Glover does a little bit of everything well. He hits the ball straight, he hits it pretty long, and uh, once he gets that putter rocking and rolling, buddy, I think he'll be there on the weekend. Well, you remember last week I was thinking outside the box, and I said, um, you know what? And I didn't, I didn't bet it. I didn't bet it. And I would have. It wasn't that I was – I wasn't just talking. But there's yeah. a hell of a lot going on. There was soccer. We're doing a million shows. Um, I want to jump off my balcony. I contemplate jumping off my balcony ten times a day. So I got a lot of things going on here. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't do – don't ever contemplate nah, that, I'm just please. kidding. I don't want to scare anyone. How about no I contemplate how throwing – how about I contemplate throwing, throwing uh, computers and everything off the balcony? Yeah. I'm with yeah, you. You're there. Right. I yes. should. Yeah, I shouldn't end myself <laughs> because of other people's uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes mistakes. Uh, all right, but I said Brooks. Uh, I said Bryson DeChambeau. I said, man, imagine he doesn't make the cut. We were like, you know, it's like plus six fifty. And I said I Tiger know. Woods also. I just I don't know if Tiger's going to make the cut. What about Brooks Kepka not making the cut? I think it's worth a bet. Uh, I think it's actually a very good bet because even if it doesn't win, as I said before, I think there's a lot of factors that'll go into this. If Brooks Kepka is horrible the first round, Gabe, I think he withdraws. And that is a hard prediction to make, thinking a guy can withdraw. But with his injury factor, a major a couple weeks away, he might just say, screw this. This was a bad plan. I'm going to get back to my place in Florida, take it easy for a bit, start working on some things, light exercise, and then get ready for the majors. Because I don't understand why Brooks Kepka is in this tournament, and I think you had the answer. There's a lot of things he needs to work on, or he wouldn't think twice about playing at the 3M in this field. Have you seen the field? The top-rated guy is him and Dustin Johnson, right? And Tommy Fleetwood coming over from England. Rory's not there. Rom's not there. DeChambeau's not there. Tiger's not there. Webb Simpson's not there. So you look at other guys like, you know, top 10 players. All these guys are, are gearing up to for the majors, but Kepka's there. Very interesting concept, Marenzi. I would actually make that bet. I don't think – Kepka's going to do one thing. He's going to either win the tournament or not be there, and I'm predicting not be there. So, yes, I would make that bet. What is it, plus 240 to miss the cut? I, I'm in. Yeah, you know, it's um... – it is interesting in the sense that Kepka's not there to make money, right? Like some guys, you know, some guys need the money. Some guys will play in as many golf yeah. tournaments as they can. Some guys care about their rankings. Some guys care about the points. Kepka doesn't care about any of that. The guy's got money. No. He doesn't care about where he's ranked. He cares about winning majors. He's clearly there because he feels his game is off, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise he wouldn't be there. I mean, we're talking about a guy that says he doesn't even enjoy playing golf. He says it's his job, right? So if he's yeah. if he's playing, you know, he's clearly there to work on some things uh, right now. Problem is, I'm not getting enough value with Kepka not to make the uh, the cut. It's plus in the plus three hundred range. Is that enough for you? Ooh, uh, uh, yeah, it is. Anything over two two forty two fifty, I'd pull the trigger. Yes, I would take that bet, Gabe. Three to one or over, I like it. As I as I mentioned before, I think there's a lot of factors that are playing against Brooks Kepka this week. And plus two eighty uh, right I now at FanDuel. That. 
it's, plus 280. It's, it's, it's a hard bet to make because you know how good he can be, but his form right now is awful. His brother Chase Kepka might even do better than him. He's in this tournament, one of the lowest ranked players there. C Kepka, not B Kepka. <laughs> I got to be honest. Um, and listen, FanDuel's a great book, and um, it is. Um, you know, we 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 love uh, we love the book, but it's partially that my eyesight sucks. But it's just me, Cam. The uh, the light blue numbers—they're hard to read. Like you know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta I gotta do like a double. Like I'd rather you know a little little bit bolder. Well, I'm always is that plus two ninety or plus uh, two eighty, right? Like uh, I need I, I got you know what I need? I need like a uh, I need like a tote board installed here. I need like an up to date computer screen. That'd be great, actually. Yeah. Like a, you have the scrolling <laughs> thing right above your TV. Yeah. Now I'm thinking that's yes, pretty you cool. Are. I got to yeah. get that installed. Turn I need my, a lot of I'm going to turn my place into a sports book. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Hey, I remember I asked the bar when I was the line doing look on the wall. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, they had that ticker over the wall. I'm like, how much? Like thirteen thousand. I go, yeah, yeah. We we could get one of those at home. You know the the ongoing ticker. Yeah, that thing. Oh, is that how much it is? About about thirteen thousand. Yeah, Yeah, the guy told me afford it with all your golf friends, gaming chairs, barbecues, (laughs) stoves, permanent tickers. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we need a permanent. We need. I want. I want a permanent. Now, I've never thought about that before. Now that's what that. Now I have a goal. Like now, now, like I, I have a, a goal, something to achieve. Yeah, something to achieve in life. To have my own, my own like Vegas style, Jersey style, FanDuel tote board. You know what I mean? I got to be uh-huh. honest though. It's a thing of the past. They all just use screens now. They all just put big screens up. It's a good novelty Uh, item, kind of like having like a pinball machine. Hey, everybody, check my ticker out. Like people, ooh, like the live line. I went to Vegas. I'm I'm old enough. I went to Vegas. It was right at the back end of this. It was right before the new school. The Mirage had just opened when I went. Mm. So this is like 1988 type thing. And um, I bet at a place called uh, Leroy's. Oh, I love Leroy's. um, Yep. Yeah, yeah, Leroy's. Uh, I think I think they've been, I don't think they, they they exist anymore now. They anymore. they sold out, but they used to be like old school style, and it was literally, literally a chalkboard. Yeah, and yeah they had chalk. When the and line would change, they'd erase it. That you had to come in and write write it again with chalk. Rams plus seven with chalk. <laughs> and there really was like a fat guy with a fedora and stuff smoking a cigar. He's like, what, what do you need, kid? You know what I mean? They didn't ID me or anything like that. Of course, you know, it's like, like what, what, what do you need, kid? And I was like, oh, I'll take $200. I'll never forget, too. I bet on the Florida Gators against the Tennessee uh, Volunteers. It's one of the few regrets I have in life. Red Fox was playing. I was like, damn, Red Fox is playing, performing. And uh, but I ended up watching, sitting in a hotel room and watching Florida and Tennessee. Steve Spurrier was the coach of the Gators and Johnny Majors, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Gators won like forty-five nothing or something like that. I was on the wrong side. Like I remember losing and thinking I should have went to the Red Fox show. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be regrets in our lives a lot of the time. Why did we watch that game instead of do this? <laughs> It's, just, it's. I know you were writing that book. I don't know what chapter you got to, but a cha- yeah. I think we could write a whole book on we should have watched this instead of that whack football game between San Jose State and Hawaii back then. Yeah, I know. It's like exactly. I'm telling people, 
Tell people, oh, yeah, I've watched every MLS's back tournament game. It's like, yeah, yeah, when I'm on my deathbed, I'm probably going to yeah. regret it. I'm going to think, man, yeah, people go, you watch wow, you're every dumb, stupid <laughs> soccer tournament. <laughs> Not even the World Cup. The games count in the regular season standings. I don't even know what this tournament stands for. Like, I don't even know exactly. like, what you're doing. Like, we're back. <laughs> we okay. You're back. Thanks. You're right. That's the best. I watched every MLS game. Wow, you're cool. <laughs> yeah, I saw every XFL game. Yeah, what a what a guy. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Oh yeah, I saw every basketball tournament game played. I've really lived a full life. I tell you. That was a good. Um, that was a good tournament. Three. Uh, Game time decisions, in-game live continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Cam Stewart, your sports grid news and betting update. You want the edge? Get on the grid. Well, Mookie Betts, ching ching ching, he got paid today. The Dodgers outfielder came to terms on a 365 million dollar deal for over 12 years. When all said and done, 
Betts is going to make $392 million over the next 13 years in L.A. Sweet deal. Betts now the second highest paid player in MLB behind only Mike Trout. And good news there, Mike Trout confirming he will play despite his family concerns. He will play, but hey, Betts, he's cashing in in six seasons. A 27-year-old hitting 301 with 139 home runs. Betts a four-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glover, and 2018 AL MVP. MLB also discussing expanding its playoff format from 10 to 16 teams. Stay tuned. The Toronto Blue Jays still looking for a home. Pennsylvania's Department of Health announced it won't allow the Jays to play their games at PNC Park in Pittsburgh. The reason an uptick in COVID-19 cases in the area. Alternative sites still include Buffalo, Orioles Park in Baltimore, and their spring training site in Dunedin, Florida. The Mets releasing Melky Cabrera today. They signed former second baseman all-star Brian Dozier. All fans attending NFL games during the 2020 season must wear face coverings. The league allowing each team to determine its own policy regarding attendance in accordance with local COVID-19 guidelines. The Minnesota Vikings finalizing a multi-year extension with coach Mike Zimmer. Zimmer's led the Vikings since 2014 and was entering the final year of his deal. The 64-year-old has led Minnesota to the postseason in three of his six years, including two NFC North titles. The U.S. State Department Inspector General investigated allegations of racist and sexist remarks made by New York Jets co-owner Woody Johnson to his staff, as well as attempts by Johnson to use his position as a U.S. ambassador to the United Kingdom to benefit President Trump's personal business interests. Jet safety Jamal Adams condemning Johnson today saying wrong is wrong. Buffalo Bills defensive tackle Ed Oliver charges of driving while intoxicated and unlawfully carrying a weapon dropped today. He actually tested zero on his breathalyzer. Zion Williamson, he tested negative for COVID-19. Still no timetable for his return. His quarantine period will only be four days if he tests negative when he's outside the bubble. Bowl Bowl of the Denver Nuggets. Huge, huge tonight. 16 points, 10 boards and 6 blocks in the scrimmage as Denver beat Washington 89-82 in the NBA. The Flyers assigned forward Oscar Lindblom to a three-year extension where Nine million. He was died of coma, a rare form of cancer. He hopes to return to action soon. New York Islanders' future home. The Belmont Park building will be called UBS Arena. They got a 20-year deal there. MLS tournament back. Sporting KC. They got things done, beating Real Salt Lake two to nothing. Eight o'clock tonight. Gabe and I will break this down. FC Cincinnati Red Bulls 10:30. We got Colorado taking on Minnesota. Big names in the EPL. Crazy game today. Liverpool beat Chelsea five to three. Hope you had the over there. I'm Cam Stewart. That's your Sports Grid News update. Now back to Gabe Morenzi on In Game Live. In Game Live continues. I'm Morenzi. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead, uh, Cam uh, Stewart. We're talking some three uh, three M Open golf. Uh, we'll get into the MLS uh, as well, and don't forget. Uh, we are now less than 24 hours away from the start of the uh, Major League uh, Baseball campaign. If you want to put together that public parlay, the uh, Dodgers and the Yankees, it's plus 134. It's actually a little higher than I thought uh, it would be. Not bad. Not bad. You know everyone's going to be on that. Um, Dodgers run line. Everyone's going to be hammering the Dodgers <laughs> run line tomorrow night. That's another thing. Like You know what? Dodgers minus one and a half. Final score. Dodgers five, Giants four. I can just see the Giants like squeezing out a cheese run too in like the eighth or ninth just to piss people off. God, I don't know, Gabe. The Dodgers should take care of business, but man, I get scared. First game of the year. You don't want to be laying juice like that. And if you go hard, you're like, oh, God. Baseball just started one day in. Yeah, I'm not in the mood to uh, wake up with gambler's hangover. No, thank you. No, then you're right. Friday, we've then we've got that full slate. So exactly, uh, it's going to be you know. Exactly. Um, so in game live will be it will be live. That's when it's going to be really cool. And there's a plethora of games uh, going on tomorrow night. It'll be cool. We'll have the Yankees and the Nationals. It's sort of our like, um, yeah. it's like our opening night. And then um, you know, but we'll our, we'll be in mid season form. I'm uh, I'm yeah. in mid season. I'm ready Always. to go at any time. Put me Every in, coach, night, baby. 
Yep. Yeah, yeah we're, exactly. we're already uh, – and you know what? Actually, I want to punch people in the face when I hear, uh, oh, it's nice to have sports back. It's like, I don't know. They've already – where have they gone? What do you mean sports I mean, back? Watched a, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're I was in quarantine at your house like three months ago watching <laughs> sports. Exactly. Like, know, what are you talking doing, about? Like, yeah, we're, doing, we're, we're watching sports, sports back. shows in the backyard. Yeah, like, come on, people. Yeah, Anyone golf, that says it's nice – and, and people in the media, when yeah. people say, oh, it's nice to be normal, it's nice to have sports back – they pretty much just exposed that they didn't pay attention to anything. So you didn't pay exactly. attention to the UFC is sports, guys. There's been like yeah. 18 UFC cards, guys, in the last three months. Um, NASCAR literally has had oh, yeah. 19 races. 19 races. <laughs> or mm-hmm. not 20. It's hard to keep up. Like they've, they've literally had like 18 or 19 races since they've come back in NASCAR. Like, you know what I mean? Sports back. Like the German League started and finished already. Yeah, like, exactly. you know what I mean. Like the EPL exactly. has been playing forever. The Italian soccer league's been going on forever. Oh yeah, Formula One's been back for weeks. I mean, I could go on the basketball tournament. Oh, sports are back. No, no, you're just a bunch of posers. Uh, I said this before. Like, if you don't watch the basketball tournament, you're not a basketball fan. You know what I mean? You're an NBA fan or like or whatever it is. But there's a difference between being hardcore. And being uh, being a poser, and uh, call uh, call us what you will, but um, you know, I used to be in a band and had a song called "Kill the Posers." <laughs> Great, <laughs> kill the posers. That's good. Yes. Good title. That's yeah, very good. Name. Good, good title. Very good. Very yeah. catchy. Yeah, yeah, good, good. That's good, good, good title right there. All right. So last week I talked about uh, hello. Harris English. Oh, hello. Yeah, about funny. Harris English again. I tell you, he didn't play that poorly last week. No, he didn't. Harris English is actually a Georgia Bulldog that a lot of people I know in the know and good golf cappers like him first round leader. He's always dangerous. Harris English has a very, very good scoring average uh, in the first round. I think Big Merce, Craig Martin, a couple other Gabe, uh, our religious uh, uh, listeners and viewers, golf fans, uh, put out the notes. He's a he's a good guy to put in uh, a first round lead. Scott Stallings, another guy, but watch out for uh, Harris English. He is playing a lot better. He hits the ball really, really well. Like Harris English is actually a very, very good golfer. He just, like many others, like Tony Finau, seems to have a round that trips him up and uh, keeps him out of the winner's circle. But in a weekend field, Gabe, we might have a winner at like 80 to 1, 100 to 1 this week, you know, 45. Like it's interesting. Like you look up and down the list, my highest guy, Tommy Fleetwood, I'm just only taking them because I think he, he's going to be in good form. There was a story on Instagram where Fleetwood went golfing at Carnoustie in Scotland and shot a 64. If he shoots a 64 at Carnoustie, he might shoot a 50, 57 at this course in Minnesota. He might, he might be like, I don't know, set a course record. Like it's insane. You think 60 is low? Yeah, no, Tommy's going for a 57. This course is going to be pretty easy, Gabe. I'm predicting the final score will probably be around 28 under. I don't mind Harris English wow. as a first-round bet. I'm not sure if he's going to win. That's my number. I actually hit the last week's tournament. I told you it was going to be different, right? The winner was at 19 at the same course after John Rahm's penalty stroke. It was 10 under, so nine-stroke difference on the same course from one week of play. This tournament, seven under around, 28 under is my prediction for the winner. It's like a pitch and putt. It's a mini putt. Um, So Harris English, guys. uh, Harris English, I don't know if people realize this. Top 10 player in strokes gained. Top 20 from tee to green uh, as well. Posted back-to-back top 20s last two tournaments, 13th in the Memorial uh, last week. 
Uh, I'm going to be looking at Harris uh, English and somebody's props. I'm gonna, we'll get you the top 20 number, actually, uh, here uh, for uh, a guy that uh, I respect, uh, Kyle Porter. He's a good golf uh, writer over at CBS. His long yep. shot, Doc Redman. What's your take on Doc Redman? Doc Redman, I would call him, call him a medium shot. I think right now on FanDuel, he'd probably be able to 45, 50 to 1. People are betting Doc yeah. Redman. He's the, he's the type of guy that'll do well on this course. I have another guy in that range, Gabe. I'm going with some interesting uh, moves. Like I look at the optimizer, but I also have field picks, right? Like you have to go look at what the, the data is telling you and also give, give yourself the eye test. And there's a couple other guys. And I, I'm telling you, there's no empirical data whatsoever that will back this up. But Ryan Moore at 60, 65 to 1 this week, I think he's going to be a factor this week. The UNLV product hasn't really played a lot of golf, but in a weekend field like this, I could see Ryan Moore going real low and uh, being a factor. Let me throw a couple of guys at you then. Yeah. All right, so Ryan Moore, just a couple of – because I'm looking here. DJ at 11-1. I'm going to pass. I think he is. I I think he He is in the mix, uh, but, yeah, you know, he might be worth a sprinkle, actually. He won the last tournament he played in, right? The thing is, you know what, and that's what, and Cam, one thing I noticed about DJ, he kills these easy courses, bro. He used to kill wins on easy courses. Like, exactly. Mm -hmm. Whenever they're sort of exactly to the RBC, whenever, whenever it's like, if there's a challenge or adversity, he doesn't deal with it well. Bad weather, you know what I mean? Like, he's not going to deal with it. Even what he talked about. And I'm telling you, this is this is something I'm going to keep my eye on moving forward in the majors camp. Dustin Johnson, I've always like talked about it with this guy about how it's amazing to me how he hangs around Wayne Gretzky but never, never like got any killer instinct. Like Gretzky had that killer instinct. You don't score 92 goals that having to kill. You know what I mean? Like he never got that sort of. This is like how you're a champion and you finish off the skill that you have. Like mentally, you take it to the next level. Maybe Wayne doesn't have it. Maybe Wayne was just great, and Wayne doesn't have that in him either, mentally, to show DJ. But I'm saying, Cam, when DJ won and he said after, he goes, boy, I was starting to feel the pressure out there, but he didn't even hide it. He goes, but there was no fans, and it was a little bit different. He basically came out and admitted that he does feel pressure. He even said, I was feeling pressure watching the leaderboard. It wasn't even an important tournament he was feeling pressure. And then he said... It was easy without the fans, basically. I think DJ is more dangerous in a major golf tournament without fans. In the same way, I believe this, Cam, that Kirk Cousins is going to do better without fans. I'm not making it up. I think Dustin Johnson, psychologically, is better without fans. He doesn't feel the same pressure suddenly, Cam. I will say this. Dustin Johnson, to your point, I've seen him really, 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 like, dig deep once once in a major it was the major when he won the u.s open and he knew he was getting a two-stroke penalty and he went remember he turned to the camera like f you like i'm gonna kill somebody right now and he hit a big putt and he went in and all the guys at the end like hugged him because he knew i'm not gonna get screwed again i already lost a major that way with the grounding the club in an area that was definitely not a bunker it was a sand it was when we went to uh cohen's wedding or sorry, uh, Feinberg's wedding, I was going to lose my mind. I lost like six grand. But I will say this about Dustin Johnson, Gabe. It's interesting. He's quiet. He kind of, like, he. I still think he has a killer instinct. I just don't, 
The thing that I do agree with what you're saying is when there's pressure, like look at that tournament that he won. He was one inch away from losing because if that ball goes into the water, he totally gags and he got a real nice break. The ball hung up on the bank and he ended up winning. But you're right. In front of fans, I think that's better for him. And on easy golf courses, he might tear these guys apart, right? 11 to 1, it's a number that I don't want a part of. Tony Finau is another interesting guy. I I was heartbroken for him last week. It, it wasn't just it was the way he lost. He didn't even finish top 10. He collapsed on the weekend. He's a good guy. Um, you'd like to see him do well. But the thing he is, thinks too much. Turn- yes, he does. He gets in his own head. And the thing is, this tournament, don't be surprised. It's like what I said with Webb Simpson. Guys can really rebound at the 3M. I didn't take Tony Finau. I picked Fleetwood instead, which could be a risky move on my part because I don't know his form. We don't know what he's doing, and he's also a, a younger guy with a family. But watch out for Finau and Johnson. I do agree with you. Their numbers, I don't like the prices with them, but don't be surprised. Like In a weekend field like this, these guys could take over. I just worry about Finau. Gabe, he has problems closing. I'm going on gut, and my gut has been pretty good. Um, the guy that catches my eye, and mm-hmm. I tell you, Luke List stands out to me at 49 to 1. Uh, Luke List. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this. I, list is I on like my it. list because his list Luke is list, on my list. You're on my list. Luke yeah. List is you're on, on the list. 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 You made, you made the cut. You're on the list. <laughs> Luke List is on Gabe's list. <laughs> yeah, what do you Luke think about Luke List? Hey, I'm talking top 20. Top 20 oh, for Luke List. I'm not even I'm not even talking top talk 20. I think I'm going to make a first round wager on Luke List. It's funny, Gabe. I I texted myself Luke List in one of our breaks today of the show because I was going through the guys that I like for your late night show for first round leader. Luke List might be top 10, he might be top 20, he could win this week. I had um I had him in my six pack, but I got rid of him Hold for that a couple thought of that Cam will hit this on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. 
So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In-game live continues. I am Gable Morenci. Throwing it down with a raging redhead, uh, Cab Stewart. Carmine Bianco will join us tomorrow. So uh, we'll get into these MLS uh, games. We're going over the uh, mm-hmm. we're going over the 3M Open uh, golf picks uh, right now. And I was talking about Lucas catching my eye a bit. Harris English catching my eye. Lucas Glover as well. I'm just looking at the field, Cam. And, you know, Lucas Glover at 30, 35 to 1. Pretty, pretty decent odds, uh, actually, for a guy that can hang with anybody in, in, a, in a smaller field. Love it, Gabe. Uh, he's part of my six-pack. I almost, like, I got one guy at 16, and then other than that, like, a nice crop of guys. And let's talk, talk about Lucas Glover for a sec, and we'll get to soccer, too. I know we'll uh, break down these uh, the 8 o'clock and 10.30 games tonight. But Lucas Glover is t- a top 25 in four of his last five tournaments. You talked about him. Like, these top 20... 30, 40 bets with Lucas Glover have been cashing, and he gets no respect. The 35 to 1 uh, on FanDuel, that's a great price. I'm betting him. He's in the six-pack game. I think he can win this golf tournament. I really like Lucas Glover this week. He was one of the first names that popped up to me when I looked at uh, the field. All right, so looking at uh, some of the finishing uh, position uh, props, let's get into the top 10. So Dustin Johnson, top 10. Plus 135. It's actually not bad considering that he's the favorite to win the tournament. Like, it's plus money. I'm actually surprised. Um, yeah, it's because he's inconsistent and he played bad last. He played bad in his last tournament. That's the thing but. with DJ. It's all or nothing, too, right? He'll either win or be like 64th. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. Tony Finau plus 150 to be mm-hmm. top 10. Brooks Kepka plus 165. Fleetwood. All right, no. Matthew Wolf. You were talking about Wolf earlier. He's plus 220. To be um, to be in the top ten, Paul Casey. We didn't talk about Paul Casey much. What's your take on Casey? I like Casey a lot this week. Um, definitely for a top ten and twenty plus two twenty for top ten is a good price. I went with the the other Brit uh, Fleetwood over Casey. But here's the thing about Casey. This is this is a very very weak. As we talk about Gabe Paul Casey's a world class golfer. Look at the guys in the field here: Dustin Johnson, Tony Finau, Brooks Kepka, who could be injured. Tommy Fleetwood, Matthew Wolf won, but there's nobody there. 
So Paul Casey, can he win this tournament? Yeah, he's 20 to 1. I like him. Top 10, I think Paul Casey will be there. I have no problem supporting that pick. The guy after him, though, is another pick that I have in my six pack to uh, win. For people that don't know, Gabe, Eric Von Ruin, it's funny. Um, people will look at him and go, wow, he's from South Africa. He went to the University of Minnesota. He's a golden gopher. He married a woman from Minnesota. It's a home game for him. He's plus 250 in the top 10. I love him this week at uh, 36 to 1. Interesting uh, local angle there for uh, for Van Ruin. Lucas Glover, plus 280 to be in the top 10. Yeah. Bubba Watson, hard to have any confidence in Bubba right now. Um, yeah. Like, really? Like, what, what's yeah. Bubba People been up like to? Like, to even, you notice even on, why? Like, even on courses <laughs> that he's played well at and he's won in the past. Like, this guy's game is, it's, I'm not going anywhere near him. I made that I mistake once because he, he won. Yeah, I don't know. He just doesn't seem to be, I don't know, he doesn't seem to be focused. Uh, right now, Harris English plus three hundred for top ten. Russell Henley plus three forty top ten. What about uh, what about some um, Russell Henley? Not touching Henley. He could be there. Uh, he's always a guy that scares me. The next guy on the list, Gabe. He's going to be one of the highest owned people in price and gambling this week. I'm, you know, I like to scroll around, and I was kind of me and only a couple guys had John Rom last week, but. Sam, don't call me Mr. Burns, is probably the most popular DFS play. People like him to win at like 60 to 1. That's a guy I'd be very wary of. Uh, when everyone's on one golfer game, we've seen this movie before. It ends poorly. I'm not going to touch Mr. Burns, even though he's a popular pick this week. Staying away from uh, from Mr. Burns. Um, what <laughs> other uh, what other long shots are you going to sprinkle in here? Any, any first-round leaders? Yeah, Luke List. Uh, as you said, Gabe, and I'm telling you, Gabe, let's put five or ten bucks on it tonight. He is the type of guy to lead after the first round. I think that is a good pick for like 50 to one for leading after the first round. Scott Stallings at 60 to one is a, always a front runner, runner at the start of tournaments. Your guy, Harris English, he'd be another guy I'd look at that uh, first round leader. And uh, yeah, those are guys that I really, Harris really, really, 41 really like. to one. First round leader price. at FanDuel, Harris English, 41 to one. Tony Finau, 26 to 1, uh, first round leader. Paul Casey, 33 to 1. Wow. Mm, interesting. You know what I like about the yeah, first round that's leader? That's the one bets. that catches my eye. Uh, I love the odds. That's what I like. <laughs> that, yeah, not just the odds. It gives you guys in the tournament, like Finau's 14, yet you're getting 26 in first round, right? Yeah. Paul Casey's 20 to win the tournament. He's 32. So the difference is. The first-round leader usually equates the field like more scrubs. They'll put their odds down. If you like a very solid golfer, like remember the week we had Hideki? He was 22, but like 35 in the first round. You had him. He finished second, He and he took a double bogey. He could have been the first-round leader. So if you like a very quality, high-level guy, like a world-ranked player, you're getting way better odds than uh, they are to win the tournament. Something to keep an eye on. I love Luke List, first-round leader. He'll probably be my top player. Uh, all right, we'll recap uh, Cam's picks before we're done. And don't forget, Cam's going to join me on Sports Rage late night uh, tonight with uh, Ian Cameron, Babano, big man on campus, steps up and in tonight as well. We've got a big, uh, we've got a big panel, busy, uh, busy show uh, tonight in the late night uh, hours. Tomorrow night, Teddy Covers uh, returns to the fold. And I think we might be kicking a real old school tomorrow with Teddy and Big Earl Skakel uh, as well. <laughs> 
Earl Skinkle from the Comedy Club. Oh, that's yeah. great. <laughs> from the, uh, the Comedy Clubs of Hollywood, California. Big Earl, Big Earl Skinkle. Uh, All right, so let's get into the MLS a little bit uh, here tonight. You've been doing very yeah. well with your gut instinct and your gambler's feel through this tournament. I've been, uh, listen, we were getting killed. Um, and we, we didn't hide it. It was a rough start for this tournament uh, for us, but we're starting to hit the draws. We're starting to get a better uh, better feel for the totals. Although I tell you what it is, guys. Basically, the teams are tired. And you yes. can tell they're tired right now where, you know, it's three games in nine days for somebody's sides camp. It's 93 degrees. Last night I checked the temperature. It was like 93 degrees in the middle of the Oh, night. it's crazy. And, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, what's sweaty. wrong with these guys? Like, Terry Henry was just dripping. He's just he's just standing there suffering in the Orlando heat. Um, so it's hot as hell there. They played three games in nine days. The training, it's starting to catch up to them a little bit uh, right now. Uh, but there has been more scoring in the night games than the morning games. But it doesn't mean that the night games are an automatic over uh, either. We saw last night the Montreal Impact. It was, it was a 1-0 one -nil, one -nil game. So let's start off uh, here tonight and... Who would ever imagine, Cam, that Atlanta is that bad, that FC we Cincinnati? We, we picked it. We saw FC we were, Yeah, good call by you. Listen, FC Cincinnati, they get picked on. They're an expansion team. Um, you know, they, you know, it's like they're year two, whatever, but they're not like Inter-Miami, brand new. But, you know, they're not quite there yet. They get humiliated. Like, they lose 4 nothing. It could have been 9 nothing to the Columbus crew. People are like, oh, boy, man, Cincinnati, ooh, they got they got steamrolled. Then they beat Atlanta. Suddenly, Cincinnati can literally make it. They win tonight. They're moving on in this tournament along with Orlando and Montreal. Cam, upset city. We talked about it. Sports, upsets, these weird teams making it and moving on. So FC Cincinnati and the Red Bulls, actually a massive game tonight. The Red Bulls also beat Atlanta because Atlanta suck. <laughs> so Correct. So you got the Red Bulls. They, they both of them need a win to advance. Yet New York's in a little bit better of a spot because of goal differential. Yet they, this is a big match, Cam. They're both playing for something here tonight. I think it's a hotly contested match, and goals are tough to come by. I'm going under two and a half, buddy. I would lean to the under as well. I like New York to win. I don't like to lay juice in these soccer games, but it's only 15 cents. FC Cincinnati was good because let's remember too, Gabe, when they won. Um, Atlanta had a guy get knocked off in that game. They were playing with 10 men. Cincinnati took advantage of it. Atlanta was listless. They didn't even want to be in this tournament. New York, on the other hand, I think they understand what's going on. But I'm going to do something with this game. I'm taking New York and looking forward ahead. I'm also going to put a parlay together, but not with the night game. I'm going to show a little patience. No offense to the Vancouver Whitecaps. Chicago's going to beat them. They're going to they're, they're, they're taking care of business tomorrow. Uh, uh, New York Red Bulls. Uh, Chicago Fire Parlay is almost, it's plus 185, almost two to one. That's what I'm doing. I'm turning two games into a plus. Red Bulls to beat Cincinnati, Fire to beat Whitecaps. Jumping into the Fire and uh, the Fire and the Whitecaps, I listen, it's hard to, uh, hard, uh, hard to uh, back the Caps. But we could, we could have said the same thing about the Montreal Impact as well, that it was hard, hard to we have confidence and faith in, in the Montreal mm -hmm. Impact. Problem is, Vancouver. They don't have five of their starters. Montreal actually have their team there. They just don't have a striker, Montreal. They lost their star player. He went to Argentina. So, uh, like, Piatti left. He went to play in the Argentinian League. They never really replaced him with a star guy. 
And um, yeah. so, you know, it's it, you never really know, but Vancouver, Vancouver are bad. There's that, you know, that that's uh, that's without a doubt. Cincinnati are I plus agree. 320. The draw is plus 200. Red Bulls are minus 110. The Red Bulls should win. Last time they played, it was a 3-2 game uh, between these two teams. Uh, right? Like, uh, they're probably going to repeat. I, I like your under. I think these teams understand they can't make stupid mistakes, right? Like, we just assumed that Montreal game was going to go over, and it actually turned out to be a, a tightly con- contested game. Things don't necessarily go according to script, and that's that's the thing about betting, or else everyone would be rich. But I think New York, Gabe, they have pedigree. They're a better team. Don't you think they could squeak out a 1-0 victory against these guys? That's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, I like New York to win the game, but I don't want to take the over. I like your under more. Yeah, I think it wouldn't shock me if it was a draw. And I tell you what, the book book knows this because it's only plus 200 for the draw. Exactly, exactly. The number tells you something. Normally draws plus 270, plus 290 or something, plus 250. Like they're telling you this is a tough game. Exactly. And another thing is, I do like the draw no bet because I I think that's a way better way to make a bet. There's nothing worse. Like the way these soccer outcomes are, I'd rather do that. But I'm telling you, Gabe, you're right. Maybe maybe it is a draw, but I have faith in New York to, to, to beat Cincinnati. They understand the importance of this game. They're a better club. They show up and they win the game. All right. So the nightcap here. Straight, I tell you what, Minnesota is one of the stranger teams in this tournament. They are. Like they got completely dominated uh, by, I believe it was it was Kansas City. They got completely dominated. They ended up winning the game, Cam. Right, like they scored a bunch of late goals. Like they haven't played well <laughs> yet. They got a win and a draw. Like they're, they, yeah, no, they really they are feel lucky. Like they they yeah. they are lucky. Um, they're taking on uh, Colorado. Uh, Colorado's zero and two. Uh, right now. So Colorado's going to be playing all out. Colorado needs the win uh, here tonight, but doesn't mean they're going to get it. Uh, Colorado haven't uh, played uh, very well here. This is another tough, uh, tough match. It's a big Draw. number. It is. I mean, well, I'm um, kind of avoiding the draw- this game, Gabe. I think it's a very difficult game. Like, I'm not going to force the issue. I, I think Chicago is going to beat Vancouver tomorrow. I know those nine o'clock games are dangerous, but what do you do? You have faith in the Rapids winning? Do you have faith in Minnesota or the draw at plus two forty? Like, hmm, I don't know, man. It's tough. <laughs> Very tough. lean with the draw. <laughs> Me too. I lean with the You're draw right. as well. This this game is this game is tough, man. I'm going to go the under. I'm playing the unders in both of them. I'm playing like the unders in both of them. Both both games tonight. And you know what? Two draws, two unders. Let's two rock. draws, two <laughs> Sound like Mahoney. Every Canadian Football League visiting. Uh, two draws, two, two unders. Okay, buddy. Two, two draws, two Call unders. Call them that. <laughs> right, two draws, two unders. We'll give you our best bets on the other side and see if I change my mind. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we got a couple of minutes uh, left here on in-game live. Don't forget, I'm going to be kicking it uh, tonight at uh, midnight uh, Eastern on the uh, Sports Grid Radio YouTube uh, page. All right, so we got a couple of MLS games tonight. I'm with Cam, man. That Colorado-Minnesota game, ooh, it just has weirdness written all (laughs) over it. They're weird franchises. The Colorado Rapids, Minnesota United just has like a weird, like, yeah, what weird thing is going to happen there? FC Cincinnati and the Red Bulls. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to stick Bulls. to it, Cap. I can't believe this. I just said the draw was only plus 200. It's already 190 yep. right now. Oh, I just boy, said the draw, draw with people. Oh, yeah. Wow. Two draws, two unders. book is basically saying it's a draw. I'm doing it. Two draws, yep. two unders. Those are my picks. One bourbon, one scotch, one, one scotch, beer. One beer. Yeah. Yeah. 
Two draws, two uh, unders. Runders. And it really is like an Oni Mahoney. That crazy. Yeah, yeah, just give me every draw and every under. Shut yeah. up, all right? Can I, give Maratzi four shots of Zambuca. Golf. Tommy Fleetwood, 16 to 1. Lucas Glover, we both love him, 35 to 1. Eric Von Ruin, he is a golden gopher, 36 to 1. Is it Moores? No, it's Moops, you idiot. Moores. Ryan Moore, 60. More of a hunch play. Gabe, this is the guy that you're going to love. This one's for our boy Joe Ranieri. Christopher Ventura, you were on him a couple weeks ago. 60. Yeah. Five to one for Oklahoma State. Watch out. Who won last year? The Norwegian. Oklahoma State. Yeah, watch out for the Norwegian Ventura. Jesse the Body Ventura at 65 to 1. And Dylan Fratelli is my big bomb at 80 to 1. Uh, he's playing good golf. That's the six pack. I'll join you at midnight for more picks. Uh, we've got the Chicago, Chicago Fire and the Whitecaps uh, in the morning. Man, you don't often see soccer teams minus 190. <laughs> Unless you're like Real Madrid or something like that. Yeah, you normally don't see uh, you don't see that. So, uh, guys, we're taking both draws uh, here tonight and both unders. The Raging Redhead Cam Stewart will be kicking it uh, with us tonight. Sports Rage on late night. Ian Cameron's going to step up and then big man on campus. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Bagels and bad beats. Never being a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real world Patriots from that standpoint. The Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.